I'm I'm ready to dig dig into live. I'm Andrew Leduc. This is Bud Copeland. This is season three. Welcome to the program. I am Andrew Leduc. That's what I love, Mr. Mallard. Uh, Join me as always, uh, Mr. Chief of Morale himself, Bud Copeland. Bud, how are you this evening before we get So the point being is good golfers are fucking dime a dozen. And we saw it in full swing with the line of demarcation between. Here, are you ready, Bud? Are you ready for the players? Are you ready to make money? Are you ready to try to beat I didn't do my homework this week. Welcome in. Welcome back. This is Divots and Pivots. It's season three, all. Thank you for joining back with us. Uh, thank you for joining us last season. I'm Andrew LaDuke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallard. Uh, Bud Copeland is here with me, and we have an exciting season planned for y'all. Uh, so stick around. Join us throughout. Bud, I know it's the off-season, technically, of golf, but our off-season's officially over. How did you enjoy your holiday break? Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Man, we, wish, we missed a lot off-camera. Right. Happy holidays. That's out of the way. There is no off season in golf. If you've been yes. following on Instagram at this buds for you, you'll know we've had announcements and there's been news and there's scuttlebutt going on. And I can't wait to dig into a little bit of this, uh, especially around the live golf and some of the news. And it's not the news so much that I, I have today uh, on my brain. It's the people and the reaction to the news, but that'll all dig into it. Things have been great, man. Morale's high here on the home front. Uh, and, uh, just glad to be back with you. Didn't know I was going to be talking right over your introduction there at the beginning, but Hey, what else is new for the show? Look, it's just, it just goes with what we do. It's the fourth wall's gone and we just roll with it. What, what, look, that's, that's, uh, that's just how regular folks do it. Right. Truth gun to your head. Do you know where that term comes from? The fourth wall, the fourth wall. Um, no, I do not. I, All right. So thank you. So every th- time I hear fourth wall, I, I think of, um, what was that movie? The, uh, the, uh, the, fourth encounter oh encounter of the fourth kind it's, it has nothing to do with it it's an alien movie it has nothing to do with it i know but for some reason close and fourth... close encounters of the third kind it was spielberg oh, it was the third Spiel- kind. that's what movie. it was all right so i'm Jesus. still wrong whatever but that's what i think of math uh no the fourth wall you think about it back in back in the back back in the old days television was all done on a set and a set would only could only have three walls because if you put the fourth wall up there guess what the Uh, audience can't see you so that's why when somebody's talking into the camera they're breaking through the fourth wall because that's the fourth wall of the set see it's not just about golf here on divots and pivots we give you life lessons and knowledge as well actually it's just been we we renovated the we renovated the uh, the bathroom upstairs, the roommate and I did. And the fact that we're still roommates and married means that it was a success. The bathroom looks phenomenal, yeah, that, I will admit. She, ah, we we tore up the floors. So we stripped the floors down to the, the subfloor. We took out some some drywall, put up new drywall, new mirror, yep. new floors, new sink, new toilet, new vanity, the whole bit, new lighting fixtures. It was fun. I had her father-in-law on speed dial and YouTube basically just open <laughs> all day. But we got through it, and it was an excuse for me to buy some more toys that were not golf-related. We were actually just talking about that. This might be the first holiday season I've gone through in my entire life where I didn't get any golf gifts, nothing. And I think, Actually, and I think that, you the, that same, I don't the, think, uh, I, think I mean, a golf gift. the closest thing I got to a golf gift is, and it'll be up, it'll be up and present for the next show 
is my I got my banner. I got my pod flag from uh, nice. Nate over at Acorn Hills. So flying the yeah. Acorn Hills flag, literally, literally, and literally flying it. And you're right, also, actually. I, I should. I, that is, I, we can't call that golf related. I got this hat and I got the new quarters that I am not wearing tonight, but they're the latest quarters up over on Acorn Hills. You got the green one, the oh, mint. I got the green one. So that one's actually, so a good story about Acorn Hills, why they're an awesome company. Um, you know, I had sent that link to to my mother. She asked me what I wanted for Christmas. It was literally the only thing I could think of to ask for was, I, you know what, I want, the, I already have the, the light blue quarter zip. I'd like the new quarter zip. You got the, what's that, the tumbler there? You're, you're in good shape. Um, so I was like, look, if you want to get me this, that's great. Uh, sure enough, uh, she went and got me the light blue one by mistake, which I already have. I contacted Acorn Hills. Boom, nice and easy. Sent out, sent back the, the light blue one. They're sending me the, the correct one. Nice, easy. It's on its way. So I'll have that soon. But I got the hat all ready to go. Acorn Hills is where it's at. Check out the, uh, the banner on the bottom for the discount code. I love that you're wearing that because you are you're a true you're a trooper. You are either going to be sweating your gonads <laughs> off by the end of the show, or when we break in the middle just to pay umbrage to uh or homage, homage, umbrage. I take umbrage. We pay homage. Jeez, Louise, get it together, Tyrone. You're the I got worst. a feeling there might be a there might be a uh, hat switcheroo. So no, it's a it's, a it's a new year. Let's talk about the holidays real quick. We just yeah. we just went through the gifts. Didn't receive any. Golf is my gift. My wife and I talk about this all the time. She's like, "What do you want for What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, "I want another year playing golf. That's it. No complaints." Yeah. And she and she does it. She's Cheers. wonderful. She's super supportive. Yes. It's like, all right, that's the gift. I I have my thing, and it is golf. Uh, but there's plenty of golf going on. You know, did you get any golf in? Did you play any? No, I haven't. Any, any trips to the simulator? Not yet, but but I but I plan on doing it at some point because it's been too long since I've swung. So I know you've swung more recently than I have. It's like the itch is real for me right now because on a certain road I I take from from where I'm at now uh, I pass I pass directly through Amherst Country Club uh, sometimes and they are they've closed down. It's an 18 hole course. They've closed down. I don't know if it's the front nine or the back nine, but they closed down half the course. They only have nine holes open right now, and as long as there's not on the grass. It, there were people out there today. There's been people out there like every day. It, it's January second right now, and there's still people golfing. And I, I pass by and say, "Damn it!" <laughs> like it would make me so much better to just drive down and know and see that those flags, the the flags are out of the holes, and so I know they're finally closed, and I don't get jealous anymore because I want to play. I want to play too. I went to the sim a couple times, and I've changed my tune on the simulator. I'm not. I'm not that into it anymore. I get frustrated because of the differences between real golf. I do think it's a good training aid. Perhaps I think I told, I was on another show and yeah. I talked about it with, uh, what do you do in the off season? And I said, get a club in your hand as much as possible. I I'll say go to the driving range. You know, it's, it's colder than a witch's titty out here in new England. And so you can't really do much over hundred and 125 yards. First of all, your yardages will be a little, eh, they'll be slightly tweaked. If you're, if you're yeah, really that, dialed that cold in, air affects it. <laughs> But um, other than that, the ground's too 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 hard. So not a lot of playing golf, but did watch a little golf. Watched the Tiger Hero World Challenge just to see the big cat swing it. He obviously was a little shaky first tournament back. Scotty so, Scheffler took home that for those who care. So real question for you on that. Did you, because I know my answer. Did you watch it more to see Tiger or did you watch it more to see Charlie? Because Charlie is just, a, is so entertaining at this point of his young career. 
So I watched the PNC Championship to see Charlie play. Tiger's yeah. Hero World Challenge oh, is that's his right. own. Personal, that's Challenge. his own right. his, his own personal event uh, down in the Bahamas. It, it's been elsewhere, but it's been in the Bahamas for a while yeah. now. And essentially, it's like the the top twenty in the world get invited, and or the top fifteen somewhere in that range, and yep. the major champion winners, you know, and anybody else that Tiger says, "Hey, it's my tournament. You come along." Exactly. Uh, he played in it as well. It was fun to watch. I mean, it's a resort course, so you're not really you're watching just to scratch that itch and see famous faces. I yeah. would say it provides the same amount of impact and viewing pleasure as like a live golf event does where it's like, oh, there's there's a famous person I know playing golf. That's fun to watch. Well, don't worry. You we're going to get into it. We're itching so bad to get into it. I know you are. We're not going to get there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. The PNC championship, the parent child, it used to be called yes. the father son. And then it's been it's been expanded more inclusive. It's the parent child now. And this yep. is the tournament. that's super fun. And yes, I did see Charlie. Charlie had an all time. Charlie. Charlie loves to, to give his dad a good natured ribbing. Uh, and I think that he, he gives everyone a ribbing. He he's he's got such a such a confidence and air about him that's just so much fun to watch because he also appreciates the looseness and fun part of the sport where he's out there having fun with guys he knows and and they jab each other. The, <laughs> they joke. The guys you know happen to be Justin Thomas. Oh and, sure, you know, people like that. That's that's one thing. But to your point, he he's developing. And I think what you just noticed is something that when Tiger retired, I didn't mean, not retired. Sorry. It wasn't a retirement. It was a, yeah, uh, no. you just need to step away from the game for a while. When his Uber over the top competitive era came to an end, and I would say 2013 yes. was that last year that we saw Tiger was it, you know, he was, he was the yep. top of the game world beater. The, the stats don't lie the whole bit. Um, he hadn't had a major since 2008, but he kept that form. And I think he was even player of the year yeah. in 2013. But, uh, after Even that, 2018 was an outlier. The Masters was an outlier. It was he wasn't ah, he wasn't top, the top of the top of the sport then. He, it, but it, it worked out for that weekend. Uh, all right, fair enough. You're right. He wasn't top of the sport, but he was back in competitive form, as evidenced by you know yes. making a run at the PGA in 2018, winning the Masters in 2019, uh, and then he broke his. You know, he had the car accident with his leg, and that kind of squashed yes. that second coming. I do think that Tiger's going to pick up another major or another tournament sometime before he Ooh, you know before okay. he goes on to the Champions Tour. We'll talk about that another day. But um, one of the things when he did come back in this, I would say his second or third kind of coming is he's one of the guys now. He's in the locker room. He's chatting it up. Yeah. He's much more approachable. And he admits that he kind of had to not be that way to do what he oh, yeah. did. He had to he had to be laser focused. Now, the negative side effects for that were his obsessive compulsive behavior over wanting to get so fit led him to working out with Navy SEALs and then hurting himself by exercising too much. You know, his his fame came at him so hard and fast and all he knew was golf. He didn't really know. I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't know. I think everybody, every grown man should know you don't bang hookers and waitresses when you're married. Well, Seriously. Yeah, you know I mean? That's, 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 a, that's kind of a given, but he didn't know how to kind of be social, you know, maybe have the confidence to know that I'm tiger fucking woods. No, I don't have to give in to everything or have to swing at every pitch. And this time around, he talks about how much more fun it is. And I'm sure it is fun. 15 majors, yeah. 82 wins. And I think with Charlie, he doesn't ever want ever want Charlie to stray into that arena. Of course, with the mm -hmm. the, the super the super kind of negative stuff that happened. But even in the sense of golf is so much bigger than any one of us. And mm -hmm. and so no matter how big you get, no matter how good you get, a we've talked about it before. You can't perfect the sport, but b don't forget that you're part of a community. There are whether you love them or hate them, you need these other players that are around you. Just to compete by, I think by definition, you can't just compete by yourself. That's called practicing or masturbation. So you have to have other people around 
otherwise, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's, and it's a lot more fun when you at least have some sort of relationship with them, even if they are yes. Phil and tiger, I don't think they would ever claim each other as best friends, quote unquote, but there's God, some funny no. stories of the two of them in the locker rooms and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. giving each other good natured ribbing, talking shit on the course. And I They're think he just wants to make gonna... sure that Charlie keeps that. They're, the two of their names are also going to be tied together forever just because of their, their peakness being about the same time and their run. Like it, it, they're always going to be tied together, but and, and the end Chat. of the day, you're right. They're, they're nowhere near best friends. Yeah, for sure. So the PNC championship, seeing Tiger, Tiger and Charlie out there was awesome. It's great. It's great to see some of those pairings. You know, you got John Daly and little John, his son, who's a yeah. red shirt sophomore, I think at, at the university of Arkansas, hell That's of a player. The two of them good. are sponsored by Hooters. <laughs> Uh, Nelly Corda, I know we talked about it right before the yep. before we left. Nelly Corda and her dad, who is a major champion mm-hmm. in the world of tennis, a Grand Slam, they call it. He won the Australian Open. So there's these cool storylines, you know, David Duval, but Bernard Long is out there with her son. Like, oh, uh, so that's what I was going to get at. The, the two of them, yeah. Okay, sorry. Let you so, go. I'll let you go. Bert, no, you're fine, man. Please, Ninja, <laughs> this is called karma. Bernard Longer <laughs> wins this thing. Yeah. But like you just said, Will Will Sorenstam stole the show. He stole our yeah. hearts. The, 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 and, and to see an 11, 12-year-old boy tear up and, and, and talk about how this is the best week of his life. This is the most memorable thing he's ever going to do. Yeah. And to have that kind of awareness and understand who his mom is, but still kind of call her mom. And it's always nice to see. It's it's great to see these these superstars, these athletes have human moments. And you saw that with yeah. Annika. And you get that with the PNC Championship. You get those human human yeah. moments. Well, and it's, it's refreshing to see him react that way because I'm sure, given who his mother is, he's grown up around a lot of these famous a- athlete faces. Like, like the fact that he still looks – like, obviously, he's not going to look at it and be starstruck. But the fact that he can still look at it and appreciate the level of people he's getting a chance to play with, like, that's so kind of cool because he's probably had dinner with these people. He's probably had them at his house for cookouts. You know what I mean? Like – like he he's he's known these people on a different level, so the fact that he can still appreciate what's happening there is just refreshing. And well, he and um, Poulter, Ian Poulter's son, are like best mm-hmm. friends. Yes, I mean, and so so then so even there, you kind of have that. Well, now Ian Poulter's on live and he's not. And when you, when you see these people talk about it, we care more about the live PGA tour divide (laughs) than they do. And we're going to talk more about that because coming out of this PNC or coming out of actually, it was the Grant Thornton, even before that, where we had the co-ed, we had the LPGA PGA tour, the Grant Thornton event and Nelly, Nelly, again, Nelly Corda and Tony Finau were partnered up and the whole week. There was rumors that Tony Finau was going to leave for live. This was it. John Rahm was the first domino he's going. And immediately after that tournament, he came out and said, "No, uh, that this fake news. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to my next year." Granted, John Rom said all those things until the numbers he hit. Did. And you have a number, I have a number, everybody has a number. And mm-hmm. when you hit it, you got to say yes, unless it's you know capital murder. And even then, the number just kind of goes a little higher. But yeah. we'll get into Live in a minute because Live did. They were part of December Golf as well. Mm-hmm. And this is this should be a quick, quick kind of uh, run through because I will I will literally pay for your golf. <laughs> For the entire year, if Uh-oh. you can tell me. So we're going to get into the last section, last little bit of December golf, and then we're going to move on to, to, to the real news in the bit. Who qualified for the PGA Tour? So there was two other events in December besides the PNC, the Grant Thornton, Tigers thing. There was the PGA Tour Q School. So yep. for those of you who don't know, this is literally the tournament where yeah. the top five finishers, you know, move on to the PGA tour for the next year. There's a lot of other tiers. If you're top 20, I think you get like conditional status and there's people who get corn fairy tour starts. So it's not an all or nothing. It's a really cool thing. And then there's live golf promotions. And yes. if you can tell me there's eight people who got their tour cards, five for PGA tour, 
three for live. If you can tell me any of their names, if you didn't look them up, I will pay your golf the entire year. Um, I can't. So okay, I, I don't know which ones qualify, but I, in my research for getting back into the swing of golf this week, uh, I was surprised by a few name by a couple names that I thought I recognized, and for sure not I did. Uh, that were in the Q school that had dropped down. Um, and I'm trying to look up exactly who they were now. So um, please bear with me because I just this early this morning when I was looking at the Q school because there was a tournament this week. Uh, where, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? See, they moved it. They moved it. But there was um, there was a couple of guys in Q school that I was surprised they were down there. But please tell us who qualified. Oh, I have no fucking clue myself. That's why oh. I was curious. Uh, <laughs> I you were no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, the heck no. No, the names that you're talking about, though. Harry Higgs was out there. Uh, there were some other yeah, okay. some other guys, yes. you know, trying trying to get back onto tour. Oh, Doc Redman was one. Doc Redman was one of them yes. too. Who Doc Redman was someone who just a couple of years ago was a was a hot commodity name, uh, up and coming, and obviously that did not pan out the way he's i know q school is a great thing but unfortunately if you're a hot commodity on the pga tour and then you're back in q school it's it just is what it is um so that was surprising and there was someone else i just can't remember the other person right now but harry higgs and doc redmond were two of the guys i saw and so the, the, there's five new new names new faces that are going to be on the pga tour and then the live golf qualifiers were kaye samuya janichi janichi kazuma and kieran vincent so i know they are fan yeah. favorites okay. of yours but yeah, these are yeah, all going to sure. be new names. That wraps up December golf. You had your Q, I, I just, Q school qualifiers yeah. who no big names, nobody worth noting uh, until they win something. What, and then was, the Kadi- golf was Kadira, Kadira one of them? Kadira? Kadira. Uh, he's, he Kodiara? Kodiara. Thank Toshi. you, God. Jeez. Toshi Kodiara. One, I saw he was in Q school too. And that was the other name that caught my eye. One stroke out. He finished sixth in the top, in the top uh, five and ties. Top five and ties go. He finished sixth. And uh, but that will get him a bunch of conditional status and a bunch of sm- yeah. starts on the smaller on the smaller tournaments. But back to live golf. Yeah, let's get so into li- live golf. Go- live golf did their live golf promotions, which was mm-hmm. again, it was it, I kind of liked the structure of it where they said, Hey, you know, to the top to the first 24, you all who got cut from last year or, you know, who, who didn't really automatically come back, you can play in this tournament. After round one, that gets cut to the lowest 20, and then they say, wave two, if you are a PGA Tour winner, if you're a major, like, then you can come in. And they just did these waves of entry uh, into the tournament, and there was monetary, you know, value for the winnings. But in the end of it all, the top three players are going to go to live. Great, grand, wonderful. Who gives a shit? All the rumors surrounding live and let's get it into the to, to, to first of all patrick cantlay came out today and said i have no idea what the offer was i turned it you know i turned it down for my management team the minute they sent it no great yeah. he's out tony Finau came out he's out ludwig a bear which is this is the perfect this is where i want to this is what i want to talk to you about with with live ludwig a bear who i guess it's mm-hmm. i've been saying ludwig aberg because know, we've I'm, all been right, saying it wrong it's all right it's so american of us <laughs> but He's the embodiment. He's the epitome of what Fred Couples was getting at when John Rahm signed his big check. You know, Fred Couples came out, and if you missed it, John Rahm signs. He comes on Fox News in a in a live golf Letterman jacket, which was just a straight up baller move. I enjoyed that. Baller's an outdated term, but I'm going to keep using it. And then <laughs> Freddie Couples came comes out and he criticizes the same thing that you've been criticizing, the same thing that I've been criticizing. Just say this was an opportunity. It was too good for me and my family. You know, yeah. I, I can't pass it up and, you know, let bygones bygones. They're being, I mean, there's a $600 million gun to his head telling him, you must say that you're excited about the innovation. You must, you must say these things. 
which yeah, I don't, they, I'm, I'm not taking pot shots at them. You know, when people pay your, pay your paycheck like that, you sometimes you have to say and do things that, eh, even if you don't believe it yourself, what are you going to do? Die on the cross for 600 million? Oof, a little too yeah. much. I can't make, can't make, can't make crucifixion jokes this time of year. There but Phil go. came out, okay. Phil came out and, or not Phil, Freddie came out and said, stop it enough nonsense if live golf is truly the future if it's this great thing if it's such a wide open you know endless path of opportunity then why aren't the up-and-comers he's like i want to see somebody and ludwig aber aber was the perfect example be. <laughs> because i can tell you right now he freddie was saying i want these these guys to come out of college in the amateur ranks and say no money i want to go to live i'm going to prove myself because that's essentially what they're doing they get endorsement yeah. deals but they're going to the pga tour and they don't just you don't just come out and next year you're John Rom or Jordan Smith. No, you hear about these guys literally living out of their car, driving cross country from event to event. Like they're, they, a lot of them have to just pick up a caddy from whatever local place that wherever the tournament's at, like there's some crazy stories out there. (laughs) Right. So Freddie's saying, if it's such a great opportunity, why aren't people actually fighting to do it for free? You know, like trying to just get their foot in the door that way, or at least they don't have to yet. They don't have to yet. They're throwing what? money at everybody, even throw money no, th- at freaking th- Chase Kepka. <laughs> they're not. Th- By the way, Chase Kepka didn't get money thrown at him. He was he was a he was a rider but, for somebody else. But they contract. still. But they still. What I mean is, they still paid him more than he's worth on the PGA Tour. Is what I'm saying. Like that's the comparison that we're making. He's they he still made more money at Live than he would have on the PGA Tour because they chose to have him there. Right. And so the point that Freddie was making that I'm making that, that I don't know if you're following closely here is that <laughs> if it really is that much of an opportunity, then why aren't people trying to do it for free? Why aren't people just yes. saying, I'll, you know, it's kind of like, I'll come work at your company, Mr. Rich guy, you know, until I prove myself and then you're going to want to put me on the payroll and then you're going to need me here. You know, if that's where all the talent should go instead, what live golf is doing and what they've been doing. And again, I have no problem with this until they try to say like, this is the future of golf. Shut your mouth. It's not. Yeah. Otherwise the eyeballs would be moving. They're trying to take the same approach that Taylor made took with, we've talked about with snatching up players instead of yes. just going for the most players, let's go for the top players. Well, that's a great strategy for endorsement deals in that ecosystem of the PGA tour. It, I saw somebody tweet out earlier today. It was Dan Rappaport from, from Barstool Foreplay. Normally mm-hmm. has a great thing. Fin- he's got his finger on the pulse always. He's a great insider. Yeah, he's but become- I, don't know what, I, don't, I don't know what point he was trying to make earlier when he said, you know, John Rahm was just named player of the year. Uh, Live Golf now has two of the four major champions in the last and two of the last three players of the year. And and what what does that do for them? It, it's not working. People aren't going over there. And the only like it, I don't get that point. So they've got 10 guys with 15 or 20 majors. Okay. And it's yeah. not, it's it, you and I are not switching our allegiance or our, our viewing habits or anything like that. Because I mean, even if tiger would have gone, the PGA tour wasn't going to fold. It is so big and so deep and the world of golf has so much talent that, I mean, one of the, okay, John Rom. Bye. Next up. And yes, by the way, somebody will be John Rahm in a couple of years. And it might be a yes. Ludwig a bear. It might be some other name. We don't know. Christo Lamprecht. I don't know if he's actually going to be good, but he's six, five and he hits at 400 yards. These guys, you know, Gordon, year. your point is that it Gordon Sargent. someone comes out of nowhere every single season and surprises and exceeds expectations that the crowd gets excited about. And I think the point you're trying to make with the whole eyes following is that as long as someone's doing that on the PGA tour, people are going to follow that person and make, and that's, what's going to make them a star in the sport because the, 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 uh, base that they have in the PGA tour 
that gets excited about somebody coming from nowhere and being successful, that's what golf fans love because that's what we all are. <laughs> right. We're not all we're it, not all celebrities just out there playing fun matches, getting paid a shit ton of money. You're hitting it. It's not re- live golf is one of the most unrelatable golf yes. products I have ever seen. That Netflix special, you know, that they did that was kind of like a Squid Games invades golf with Marshawn Lynch and Burt Kreischer, which the more I settle on it, the more I'm like, that was fun. It was, I can you know do what? that once I, a year. I, still I think can do a goofy fun. golf once a year. Yeah, but that's the thing. Select tournaments. So not even select tournaments. No, not even select tournaments. Select, one. Select one, one event a year. One tournament, but even just select moments in golf. The waste management with the stadium hole. Like that's a that's a moment. That's a whole tournament. That that's pretty much now been confined to that one hole. You know, so again, live golf is not a, it's not a yeah. It's it not a product that, that's right, and it's not taking over the people, the people who genuinely get upset about this. So first off, you know, it's it's great. They're they're snagging up the top players. I still want somebody to explain to me why this is a concern people are like it's a concern we're the fans are sick of the division in golf no they're not that that's like saying that people are sick of seeing car crashes on the news then why do we keep covering them because they're there when when this deal when this merger non-merger is done what i'm the one who keeps saying non-merger when this deal is done and we'll get into the deal maybe later then they've caught the car. They're the dog that caught the mm-hmm. car. What do you do now, guys? What are you going to bitch about? What are you going to cover? You're going to, I'll tell you what they'll do. Pipe. They're, they're, <laughs> they're going to look on, they're going to look at every negative aspect of the deal that they can. They're just going to yes. try to find the cracks in the water. Negative people are like, are, are, are like water. They're going to find the cracks. I tried, I fucked up my analogy. No, so this, <laughs> this leads me into the Phil Mickelson, you know, and you know, me and Phil, we, we've got a, we've got a great relationship. It's healthy. It's been tumultuous at times. And I love what Phil is saying, but I really, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, somebody named Joe Pompliano, I guess he's an entrepreneur investor guy. He's got half a, half a million followers on Twitter, like but he's I a money like guy. You know, he's, before, yeah. Oh, he's got a, he's got a podcast, you know, whatever. And he said, quote, the PGA live merger talks. He like this was, he looks like my financial advisor. No lie. Like a spitting image. My, right. That's because that's what because he deals with money on December 29th, <laughs> right after right after the PGA Tour and Liv came out and said, hey, we're going to extend our negotiations. Quick pause. Let's set the stage back in June of 23 handshake agreement. Let's figure this out. Let's create something new together. We'll be your chief investors. What do you think? All right, let's do it. All right. Then they PGA Tour says we will also talk to anybody else who wants to throw money into this new venture. There's some you know agreements that, that Live has right of first refusal and all sorts of other shit. But part of it was also that there could be some other money. So there's this strategic sports group led by the Fenway Group uh, and and some other sports owners, Arthur Blank, you know from the Falcons and a handful of others. They've pulled together uh, upwards of three billion dollars. And uh, right before the holidays, PGA Tour policy board came out and said, keep make keep going, keep talking. And we like this. So if the live merger and or if the PIF investment comes in, which is supposed to be around three billion, you know, we're gonna be talking three or six to seven billion dollars for the new uh, PGA Tour enterprises, which people are like, well, what does that mean for the actual game? Probably very little to the schedule yeah. right now, which it means it means way more money to play with and and finally genuinely get innovative with professional golf. So uh, the deal was supposed to be done by the end of the year. And but in the fine print, it said, if we're making progress, we can just extend this thing. So they came yeah. out and said, let's extend it. 
And you said All that right. months ago. You said this is going to get extended. Yeah, you you, you saw of, it yeah, coming yeah. a mile away. <laughs> and, and and I mean, they're playing chess up there. This it's not as it's not like you and I just kicking around a book report and saying, "Wait, can we have an extension?" Like, there's probably yeah. some gamesmanship behind it. But this is where Joe Pompliano and film, who I've never seen or heard or listened to, probably will now. Seems like an interesting guy. According according uh, to his Twitter bio, he turned seven uh, seven hundred thousand loan into over three hundred million in gambling sports. So he he's. He's a gambler Not, who, who who nailed it and is good. living off of it, and good for him. Well, good for him. This is the dumb fucking thing that he tweeted. The PGI Live merger talks about being extended as a bummer for golf. Many fans are just exhausted by the whole experience. They stopped, oh, follow- this. They stopped following updates, aren't excited about any PGA or Live events, and only plan on watching the majors. That's a quick way to eliminate the casual, the, the, the causal, not casual. Causal. Um, he, he wrote causal, not casual. I know, not gonna... but, but I'm so glad you brought this up because this is why I originally tried to put Phil on the thumbnail for today's episode. I know. I because, know. But I wanted, I wanted response, Ludwig there. But his response, but Phil's response, this is perfect because Phil's response to, to him was actually more reserved than we're used to seeing Phil over the last year or two when it comes to defending golf and defending live. I thought Phil's response for the first time was actually quite democratic. Uh, oh, not Democrat. Diplomatic is what I mean. Uh, it was actually quite you know, diplomatic. You know why? You know why? Because Phil Mickelson's a bit of a snob, and this isn't some Joe. This isn't some average Joe on Twitter throwing shade. This is probably this is some guy that, he's had drinks some, with before. <laughs> well, he might. He may not even know him. He just. He's. He's probably just giving him status because of the size of him. And I. I, I think. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have feelings about Phil. Um, Joe, I understand <laughs> what you are saying. However, when it is all said and done, the average fan will see all the best players compete against mm-hmm. each other way more often than before and throughout the world. Pause. That's true. It does. He's not saying yes. it's going to happen on live. It's not going to happen on PGA tour. He's saying it's the overall goal, of, overall goal of this is to try to just bring this. Okay. That's fine. Sponsors will know what it is and they are buying and everyone will end up ahead. Let's, let's all just be patient. And then they go back and forth. Yes. The issue I have with Joe's tweet and his sentiments around it is, 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 is he's a, he's being a hypocrite mm-hmm. because again, the minute, the, the minute that the controversy goes away, you're right. The casual watcher goes away because the casual watcher is only there for the majors and any controversy. You and I, you're the casual watcher. I'm the golf nut. And, and, and I mean, it's, it's like people like me, we're going to watch. I'll, I mean, I'm I'll watch probably the a US level above the casual offer. The way, the, the way I look at true. the casual watcher is that honestly, the casual watcher is something when the PGA tour is not making any money off of, honestly. Like they, well, they, they make they, money. They're making money on just about everything, but they, but, uh, but yes, but they're making like when it comes to their whole like portfolio, they're making a small percentage off of the casual watching turns into just the majors. Anyway, <laughs> the, this negative, like if 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 the business agreement between two monumental entities are literally exhausting you, if you're using language mm-hmm. like "we're exhausted," I'm so get a life. This guy's life Amen. is sports and <laughs> his life is sports and business. So he's speaking for himself. He's exhausted by it. He probably yeah. wants it to move on. He's not he a casual watcher. <laughs> no, he's, buddy, you got, you got 300 million. If you, if you have it on your Twitter profile that you have, you turned 700,000 into 300 million. Exactly. Pretty fucking impressive. It is but impressive. If, that's on your, if that's on your Twitter profile, don't try to speak for the casual average golf fan. You, know you don't you know, know the cab. You don't play with the casual average golf fan. You don't have conversations with casual average people, and that's fine. You live up there in the rooms where people are having these arguments and conversations. When this deal is done, it's not going to affect the game of golf as big as you yeah. want to claim it out to be. The hyperbole and the butt-hurtedness 
that people are starting to show <laughs> is exhausting. I mean, and I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I get worked up over this because this is what I do, but for sure. him to be like, the golf fans are getting, no, they're not, you know, just because it's not the headline story doesn't mean they're exhausted by it. Like next, when the deal, when the, when the deal details come out, cause this is going to end one of two ways. There, there is, there is some, there's some scuttlebutt out there that they want this. And then we'll, we'll say had a underdog here in a second. Yes, yes, yes. There's some scuttlebutt out there that it's like, okay, extend it, but guys, let's get this shit wrapped up. We need it done before the, before the players championship in March or at the latest Augusta, because they don't speak for Augusta, the people in this room, but I guarantee you some that Augusta sent some messages like, don't bring your drama over here. We're sick of it. Deal with exactly. it and get it finished. And the players is the PGA Tours Keystone event, not a mm -hmm. signature event. We'll talk about that after the break. Yes. We'll listen to Underdog. Then when we come back, we'll get to that, some show announcements. And then as a little heads up to Bud, I want to talk about the PGA Tour players' reaction to John Rahm heading to Lyft. Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. Go online now and use the promo code DIVPIV to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent Good girl. That's right. Underdog is going to be a new mainstay here on the show this year. That is going to be the first show announcement. Uh, you're used to hearing us just strictly giving our DK DraftKings, for those who don't know, uh, kind of analysis of the tournaments and the uh, daily fantasy options ahead of you for each week. Underdog fantasy is going to be someone that we lean into. We lean into the snake draft style of drafting your golf lineup each week, each round that is for underdog fantasy. Uh, so coming in the for the, this season, you're going to be looking at a little bit of a different format from us. We will be giving our top 10 rankings each week so that you can use them for underdog for DraftKings, for FanDuel for your betting for your home leagues as such that bud plays in where he just has to pick winners and and what what how is it that structured money is it go by money value winner or how how is that structured or is it straight up winner i forget how you said your your little your not little but your your league with your friends goes i'm glad you brought that up i haven't seen an email for uh for my other league, quote unquote, uh, it's the we do we just basically you pick Bovada odds. So whoever Bovada yes, okay. it's a odds maker. So Bovada Bovada yeah. odds. They're in Vegas. We have, four <laughs> we have four tiers. You pick one from each tier, and then whatever their winnings are for that week, you get that many points, quote unquote. Exactly. And whoever, you know that week by week, uh, it's pretty straightforward. I, I got to get back to this Twitter thing for one more second because okay. I started reading. I started reading the comments, <laughs> which is always a fucking mistake. But um, Craig writes, Craig's got a blue check next to his name. So he either has enough money to pay for a blue check or people know who he is. Yes. Oh, this, you're, you're this, just in time. I was going to say, so this lines up perfectly. Joe, so, up, so pay attention. So <laughs> Joe, so Joe Pompliano says, everybody's sick of the split, blah, 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 blah. Phil says, calm down. It's going to happen. Then we're going to get Craig, Craig at Craig, Craig's Icora. Uh, Craig, Craig, Craig Sikora. I think that's his name. Oh, good at God. Craig says, Joe is right. I'm an above average golf fan. 
Full stop. You lost. Oh, me. you know what? I was going to say that's, that's the most pompous fucking thing I've ever heard. I used to, I used to watch the best golfers in the world compete. It was called the PGA tour. I'm afraid tiger winning the masters in 19 might've been the pinnacle Craig go to sleep. Then Lee chimes oh, in another blue God. checker. I'm a big fan of golf who knows a lot about the history and its players. I play a lot of golf all over the country and the world. Does However, flexing, all just part of having an opinion. <laughs> All this drama has been damaging to people like, okay, we're using words and this is beyond golf. I'm gonna get on a soapbox for a second. Yeah, this is everybody, silly. everybody, listen to me. Come in. Yeah. Stop hyperbolizing everyday life. Oh, are Just you talking it. about the Karen's in the world? Is that what you're getting into here? Karen's is, a derogatory have, term that I it, don't endorse, but is, is this a new golf Karen movement that we see going on? <laughs> it's a it's a chill the fuck out move, movement. <laughs> saying things like i've been damaged by this you know you know who's you know who's you know who gets damaged by these things people who lose their jobs because the pga tour has to make tough decisions people who lose their jobs because their company went under you know that's who gets damaged by this golf fans coming out being like we're hurt we're damaged you're going to tune into the four majors you're going to tune into the players championship you'll watch the Ryder cup and then if you're a real big fan, you might tune into the to the John Deere classic. But at the same time, I'm just I'm I'm not over because there's not a controversy. I love this story. I want to see it. I want to see it successfully come through where, you know, because basically I don't I don't see the PGA Tour seeding the high ground of we are competitive golf. Correct. Maybe what might what might end up happening is there you could see some sort of crossover effect. We have it with the Genesis yeah. Scottish Open. We have it with some of these co-sanctioned events. That's all. I think that might be what ends up happening is we say, all right, you do have to pick a side. You're going to play live or you're going to play PGA tour, but none of this back and forth, double dipping, but in this, except in, you know, for the four majors, I, I bet you the four majors is where the common ground will be reached. All right. Thank you for, thank you for listening to your own show for the last two years. The four <laughs> majors are not controlled by the PGA tour exactly. or live golf. So what I'm talking about is one step beyond that saying, Similar to the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour, both recognizing the Genesis Scottish Open, maybe they create another three tournaments, or they say, "Okay, Live Golf is open to join these tournaments." Yada yada yada, mm-hmm. or they or they create new things. But for it, just it makes me laugh. Talk about it. Be adults about it. Yeah. You know, even if it is, even if it is, you know, you know who I understand getting worked up about it. It's people like Brandel Chambly, who genuinely mm-hmm. gets paid to have an opinion. Uh, you know, so, so it's okay for him to run a little hot. I'm not saying I agree with him, but no, it's like but his attitude makes sense though. <laughs> it just, it just, it drives me freaking bananas. It's up there with people who cry when their football team loses. Sorry, Texas fans. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm, 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 I'm over live or I'm not over live. No, I've never, well, that's fine. Cause I, I do. I want to get to one. Cause I do want to get to one small aspect of live. Perfect. Cause I was about to say, we'll transition to that. The, I'm over the Phil story, but what yes. highlights it, we talked about, and I, and I mentioned at the uh, at the top of my rant that Fred Couples mentioned, where are these up and comers? Why aren't they just, you know, Correct. clamoring for, well, Ludwig Ebert flat out said it. They were courting him. And he mm-hmm. said there were just too many red flags. I was going to burn too many bridges going over there. I compete. That's what I do. He's in it for the competition, not for the money. 
And, and, and you know what, when people say that's easy, it is very easy to say it's a realistic, it's a realistic thing. Six, 500 million tied up in John Rahm, 120 million tied up in Dustin Johnson, you know, and Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka, another 120 million. And, and I'm not saying it's an endless pit of money, but the selection process is very, very small. And to say, you know, he probably is one of those guys. He probably was getting a, a you know, maybe a eight, sure. nine figure deal. But, but Bubba Watson also. Uh, the, the the live golf might be temporary, but that money is not going anywhere. Once it hits your bank account, that's yours. Well, that, sure. That's the, that's the hard part. But like you said, the golf would be temporary because, yes. you know, even after five years, because John Rom got suspended by the PGA tour, the minute that yep. he signed that deal, he's not, he's not going to be in Kapalua. He's not going to be defending yep. there. He, you know, we'll, the next time we will see him, will be, he won't be probably a century this week as a champion. He won't be there. No, he won't, which ironically enough, because he went to live century used to be just tournament of champions. And then I want to get to your live question. Century just used to be tournament of champions. You'll notice it's just called the century because it is a, it's a signature event this year. Uh, The signature events this year are kind of interesting. Uh, Century pebble beach Genesis, which is tiger's tournament, Arnold Palmer's tournament, uh, the heritage, which RBC heritage was right after the masters last year, that tournament, the, uh, we talked about the traveler, the traveler, yeah, the travelers up here. Well, because traditionally it used to be a big yeah. deal. The travelers up here in New England, Jack's Memorial, and the Wells Fargo are all the signature events. Waste management, not a signature event. And you know why? Because it probably it doesn't, doesn't need, need that be. gravitas. It doesn't need the to play- be a signature event. Guys go anyways. <laughs> the players' championship, not a signature event because it's it but it's got be. a bigger purse than the other signature events. It's got a twenty-five million dollar purse this year because it's trying to position it, it, itself to be the fifth major as it as it rightfully should. So Ludwig said. I'm not going to go there. I'm not burning my bridges. I know where I want to compete. And you know what? He might change his mind in three years after two majors and a player of the year award. And they say, you want $400 million? He goes, that's a different offer. Because Bubba even said, they're not throwing around money willy nilly. They have a formula. They literally have a formula. And, you know, because so you got to cash in when you're when you're when you're Cam Smith and you're sitting at world number two and you just want a major because it's like a major winner, 50 million, you know, world number one, 25 million. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but that's the point is they build these things. But it makes sense because we just talked about it earlier with the guys that we were seeing who fell all the way back to Q school. And I don't mean that as like a like a. Uh, a negative that they fell back to Q school, but like a guy like Doc Redman, who, yeah, he wasn't a star, but he was an up and coming name. And, but the, the nature of the PGA tour and the nature of the game of golf is that just as fast as you can gain success is just as fast as you can lose it. So yeah, sure. I get it. These guys are going to cash in when they're at the peak of their game or what they view themselves at that time to be the potential peak of their game. So yes, Two two majors, a player, uh, like uh, that that makes sense. So it makes sense that Aberg is not at that that point. I mean, his numbers were probably were still pretty big, but because John oh, Rahm yeah. got suspended when he signed, that allowed Mackenzie Hughes into the field this week at the Century because it's no longer the Century Tournament of Champions. Mm-hmm. It's a signature event. It has a twenty million dollar purse. They couldn't say, "All right, twenty two guys for twenty million dollars." We're not doing that. So instead, the Century is now not the the Century is the Century, not Tournament of Champions. And it's everybody who won on the PGA Tour over the last twelve months. That's been the mm-hmm. traditional entry requirement, plus anybody who qualified in the the top 50 of the FedEx cup points. Mackenzie Hughes was at 51. John Rom walked. So they took him out of the rankings, literally like how the NCAA tries to eliminate records. But in this case, Mackenzie Hughes moves up. So I'm rooting for Mackenzie Hughes this week. 
Yeah, no, hey, that's fine. And it's funny that you bring up this week with because because Lukeberg Aberg uh, or Aberg, God, I'm still gonna do it no matter what. Aren't I? A bear, oh, a bear. I knew it. Uh, he's still, even though he is literally one of the hottest golfers on the planet right now. Like, yes, sure, there's bigger names as far as like what their name brings as far as value to a tournament or to a social media or to an advertisement, but a bear is. Only price at eighty seven hundred on DraftKings this week compared to guys like uh, Colomora Cower, who I'm sorry wasn't very impressive over the second half of the year. Price at ninety one hundred. Like there's guys who just have better knowable names who are getting more respect leading into this tournament than a guy who was literally playing some of the best golf on the planet right now. And I'm glad you mentioned that. The reason we're not digging into the century and, you know, who's there's there's really not a lot to work off of. I there's at least not, want to get one yeah. tournament under the belt. And, you know, you're shocked at Morikawa's price there, but I'm not because he was runner up last year to John Rahm. John Rahm went on a, sure. a, a like an, he was he was like eight shot backs, eight shots back with 17 to play last year. And he ended up winning by two. I mean, so it, it's it's going to be a fun week. They're going to be back at the plantation course. Wait, we did we skip right past your live question? I was about to we, just move right out of live. We did it. And you know, and maybe it's just a quick question. I don't know. My my simple question was my simple question was that it seemed like when when Rom made the transition to live, the the reaction by the other PGA tour players seemed very muted compared to the initial if you want to call them jumps to live of Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson and Phil like the original go-getters. It seemed like the PGA Tour, as a player standpoint, from a player standpoint, is more accepting of what's going on. They they've kind of come to terms with this is just happening and whatever. Like they they or or they just know with what they already know what's coming down the pike with this this PIF deal that they're not willing to burn any bridges at the moment because they know this is going to be sure. Okay, Rom went, got his bag. It's going to be like six months to a year that he's going to be over there, and then we're going to be playing against him anyway. So why am I going to talk shit on the guy right now when he went over there and made his money? Sure, I wasn't offered the money, but I, I, you know what I, I mean? I, I'm I'm going to speculate for a second that, that there really weren't a ton of players with, with bad blood at first. I think we, we obviously, we in the media, we no, focused we on the ones that did though. That, well, that's who, that's who we heard about. But to yeah. my point earlier with Joe, what, like we focus on the negative. If it bleeds, it leads. That's what they say in the news world. Mm -hmm. and they say that for a reason, you know? Uh, and, and I think that that's why it gets hyperbolized and overblown mm -hmm. because we we see the tip of the iceberg, but like you said, most PGA Tour players are probably just like, ah, shit, I'm gonna miss. It. Like, uh, was it Brendan Steele was talking about? I'm gonna miss my buddies. Like, I'm gonna miss my friends. Yeah. Like, or Keegan Bradley was talking about that too. Like, a lot yeah. of the guys who I used to just play and hang out with are now over there, or a handful of them. So I think there, most guys are like, I get it, the money's there. But you're right with John Rahm, it was less of a shock factor. But the it undercurrent was. there, the the sub theme, the subtext of that is is a couple of fold a when the handshake agreement came out there was there was, there was allegedly not allegedly there was a stipulation in there of like no more poaching our players like back off we're gonna we're gonna do this deal you stay away well antitrust came it came out antitrust as if as if antitrust le legislation is a person antitrust you know i'm just a bill he comes out and says 
God bless you, my friend. Thank he you. says, <laughs> you can't do that. That like that, that's, that's a bridge too far. We're, we're already yeah. skeptical of you getting in bed with the Saudi, you know, PIF. So that's, that's another reason why the strategic sports group was brought in to legitimize the deal a little bit. So you can't just say that yeah. we're having a deal with some, you know, people. And I want to talk more on the sports group aspect next week. Like I have yeah, thoughts we'll on in. that, but tonight's not the night we, we don't have enough time. with two other things. No, but when, when, when they finally that. said, when 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 it came back off that it's like oh live we can poach players all right we won't but towards the end of the year i think it i think john rom was just that kind of reminder don't don't yank us around this is the firepower mm-hmm. that we're playing with over here and yeah. yeah we don't have a tv deal yes the cw was not paying them at all to ho- to to play their shit it was just you can use our you know you can use our gym if yeah. you want to play your basketball game back and guess there. what nobody fucking watched anyways and nobody and nobody's <laughs> going to tune in nobody's going to tune in this season like that no. they're not going to be turning money out this oh. I, I genuinely think this was a global chess move in you know on commerce level that we can't even understand Agreed. so that's that's what that was i think that was a quick little shot across the this bow, kept them in the game them. it kept them in the game it kept them at the negotiating table it's what yeah. it did so, uh, but to your point, that's why, that's why the, the reaction has been muted. It was kind of like, oh yeah, makes sense. All right, John, we'll miss you. We'll see you in Augusta. And you know, it, well, exactly. Cause they're still going to compete with him at, on the highest stage like, at the highest level. They will still compete with him. Brooksy said it, and you, we've talked about it before. There's only a dozen or so guys that are actually in competition for these major tournaments every week. Uh, when people say he can't, even when people say that Brian Harmon came out of nowhere to win the open championship, no, he didn't. He's been, he he been putting out of his mind and his, he was in form. It was lined yeah. up. When you look at the stats, he, he was he was right there with the rest of them. When when sure, when you look at the name value, sure, yeah. To that point, he hadn't won anything of like massive substance like of substance to that point, but he has now, and people are going to look at him differently now. And that's all it takes in the in the sport of golf. Uh, so to to wrap up uh, that FN Sports Show's uh, question here, uh, just so we can wrap up live with a pretty bow here do you just final question do you see live affecting the C- the pga season at all this year i do not i think it's going to be exactly what it was last year and it's going to be completely separate and we will see these guys at the majors and i think there's going to be if anything i think there's going to be even less talk at the majors about who's on live and who's not like this past year because it was because it was still a big story we heard a lot of how many live guys were in the top 25 or whatever a live guy winning a major like that was still a story this year i don't think we really hear it much when it comes to the broadcast of the majors i i agree and i don't think it's going to affect it at all and i'm going back to you know the people who who are closer to this probably thinking that I'm naive for my positive outlook and the whole idea of it's not damaging Damn you the sport for the game. So because <laughs> when you when you mention it, you're right. When we get to the majors, it's like you know if, at, at Augusta. Uh, I guess it's a bad. Let's say the U.S. Open. You got a buck. You got a hundred, sure. hundred whatever guys in the field. Hundred forty some odd, hundred fifty some odd guys in the field, and you got twenty of them from Live Golf. Okay, great. At the end of the year, when you look back and you're like, huh, John Rahm won a major. He's at Live. Brooksy won a major. He was already at Live. It's back to that Dan Rappaport point. I don't see the point he's trying to make because yeah. when Liv comes and says, I want you, that's not that that's that's it, basically these live contracts are almost like a retirement golden parachute. Hey, we're yeah. going to remove you from the formal kind of frontline pulse of golf, but you're going to be very rich and comfortable. So you look mm-hmm. at the guys who who are over there. Phil. Well, Phil's probably the only prima donna or the only, so I would the say only Phil's scenario is a little different because of he's in the twilight of his professional he's, career. 
bit of an attention whore. We can spot our own. Yes. Bro- Brooksy is Brooksy is a quiet, more of a quiet, you know, kind of shoot, you know, mm-hmm. shoots from the hip and tells it like it is. Dustin Johnson, he's never really been a big flashy personality. Uh, so you got yeah. Phil and Bubba, who are the two lefties. Those are your flashy personalities. Everybody else there is just kind of, you know, like well, all right, Cam Smith, not a flashy guy, great golfer. John Rom, not a flashy guy, nice guy, great golfer. Yep. He used to be the spicy, fiery one, and then he started he was, winning. He- Exactly, and then he stopped carrying around that that so attitude I, I, on the course. I still, I still want I because when they said when you know, but somebody just says, oh, "I'm just saying," what are you saying? Are you saying that eventually the PGA Tour is going to fold its doors because of this? There's well, no, no way that, that I'm sorry. There's no way that ever happens. Just like no. the people who say, "Oh, because oh, watch because the 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 uh, XFL and the AFL have now combined to create the UFL. The NFL is in trouble. No, they're not. Like it, it's yeah. it's no different. It's no well, different. These, these are these are major sports because of what they've already established over literally fifty plus years of success. It yeah. ain't going anywhere. And for, and for every and for every John Rom that jumps over to live, like I've said earlier, there's a Gordon Sargent, there's a Christo Lamprecht, there's a Ludwig Abair, and there are layers of these guys. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of golfers. We got to change our intro, by the way. I drop an f bomb at the beginning of every show. Know, we are not even on there. So, <laughs> but there, yeah. go ahead, finish your but, point. Hold on, real quick, but the, but the line of demarcation is still there, and every time that a John Rom steps away, a vacuum is created, an opportunity is created for somebody who is that talented to step up. And there is such a glut exactly. of good golfers waiting in the wings over on the PGA Tour that we've got a deep bench. Take your star power all you want, and you're going to turn into the exhibition series, and and all of a sudden it's going to be like live golf. Oh, that's right. That's where the that's where these major champions go to retire. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Thank you. That effing sports show. It means lots to us with what we thrive to do. Uh, and look, I think that is where the PGA tour is different than the other sports is because uh, guys can come out of nowhere, find that massive success uh, and then fall off and someone else can take their place. And it sounds, it sounds awful to say that people don't care that the person fell off because it does sound awful. I know that. Uh, but when you compare it to like football or baseball, when one of those guys finds success and then falls off, people get legitimately mad. Like they get mad that this guy, that, well, how dare he suck all of a sudden? You know, because nobody jumps in and takes their place. You know what I mean? Right. But in golf, in golf, it's 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 almost an understood that that it's just a revolving door. There's always there's so, there's so few in. there's so few people out there who move the needle like that in, yeah, in the world of golf, but which is ironic. There's an understanding and a beauty about it, and, and that's and that's what we hear. That's what we're here to do every week, uh, and and to to wrap up the live to finish that off. Uh, in the last few minutes here, we got some 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 great announcements about the show coming forward for this year for season three. Once again, thank you all for who have been here throughout all the seasons, who will continue to be with us. Uh, Right here on the bottom, if you are looking at the bottom banner throughout this show, you will see that acornshillco.com. You can go there. You can use the discount code TBFY15 for 15% off of your order. Uh, an amazing company, a, a young, growing, fast company. Get in now. Uh, the products are amazing. The hats, the cordyceps, the T-shirts, the tumblers, everything. Look, Bud has the entire freaking catalog in his house. There's no doubt about that in my eyes. <laughs> And two quick things. A, Acorn Hills is the company that produces the product. You're not getting somebody yes. who just went out and ordered from Custom Inc. on 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 online and slaps a logo on a Gildan T-shirt. These are this is a it's a full line. He goes to the he goes straight to the horse's mouth. 
Same people yeah. who make Yeti, they make these. Same people who make the quarter zips for Acorn Hills make the quarter zips for Foot Joy and Titleist. So exactly. if you're looking for quality golf products and when every time you buy something from Acorn Hills, the National Forestry Foundation plants a tree and the tag that comes on your clothing or your article is plantable as well for wildflowers. So you're doing good. You're feeling good. Mm -hmm. You're looking good. That's the mantra of Acorn Hills. And we're happy that they, uh, they are partnering with us once again this year. Yeah, it's an amazing company. I can't say enough about them. They're, they're, I know you you have been a full-on supporter from the start, but you are a flag carrier. You will see that flag in Bud's background in the future. Uh, and, and also, as far as the show goes, you will also see on that bottom banner, you can now email us. You can email us at divots. And we want to hear from you. At gmail.com. Please email us throughout the week. We will read your emails live on air if we find that they are spicy enough, maybe, or call us out because we can take the criticism, whatever. We will I, read I them. On air. Yeah, I, I can be wrong. It hasn't happened yet, but I mean, it's possible. It, it, exactly. So, so please email us. Also, help e email us your questions for your fantasy lineups, for your daily fantasy lineups, for your betting lineups. We, we will answer them if we can, whether it's on the air, whether it's in an email back to you. We will be there for you. Email us at divotsandpivots at gmail.com. And Bud mentioned it, the intro. Yes, a new intro is on its way. It was supposed to come last week, but look, I'm going to be honest. Once again, the fourth wall is down. The week got away from me. Uh, Christmas week, five straight days of Christmas parties got the freaking best of me. And, and my vacation week Wolf. went by way too freaking fast. Uh, well, so, so the intro is coming within the next couple of weeks, as well as the walls behind me. So you don't not have to look at this pink insulation anymore. Uh, this change is coming guys. Be on board, stick around with us. Exciting stuff is coming. We are in talks with people. We are in talks with ourselves to grow this show as much as we can, because we want to be there for you. We want to be there for the golf community for, and we want to be there for us because we fucking love golf. And we swear love as much it. as we want. I don't care that you swear in the intro. I love you. Bud. Love it. <laughs> love it. And a little next week, we're going to dive into the season ahead. We'll look at the majors. We'll look at the signature yes. events. We'll look at the tournaments, uh, uh, the amateur tournaments that are out there. And then we will also finish with our first picks of the season. Like you just yes. said, we're going to be we're going to be focusing on our top ten or top nine. Maybe we don't know. Maybe nine because nine's a golf number. And uh, and you'll 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 be hearing that next week. Quick fun fact about one of the amateurs. Now you know me. I love my amateur golf. You I play. I try to play in some qualifiers. I love watching the amateur competitions. I think that is. I'll, I'll watch that all day over live because they're playing for passion and competition, not you know like trained monkeys. But the women's am this year, the USGA mm -hmm. US Women's Am is at Southern Hills in August. Oh shit! Southern. Okay. So, it's the second now. It's the second time the women's am has come to Southern Hills. It was back in 1946. Was the first time. Yeah, it's, but it's fun completely fact, different nowadays. <laughs> Southern Hills. Southern Hills has hosted you know five PGA's, a handful of mm -hmm. U.S. Opens, and they also hosted the first ever U.S. Women's Mid Amateur in 1987. And that is just the kind of depth and precision you can expect from divots and pivots in season three there's a ton of good golf to be played this year we will follow the live golf because yes. i do want to see who's playing well because it is fun i just want them to know their place uh, you know you listen it's right over here it's the rich <laughs> it's the rich retired section of the golf community there's space for about 15 of you and then there's about space for about 30 more wannabes the other yep. 
thousand, two thousand golfers trying to make it big. We'll see you over on the DP World Tour, the PGA Tour, Hell and yeah. the Corn Ferry Tour. And like you said, next week we'll take a little bit more of a look into this strategic sports group, what they're all about. We'll look at the season ahead, and we'll also talk mm-hmm. more about Acorn Hills. I'm I'm sure. But Andrew, for now, it's good to be back. And here's to yes. us in 2024. Yeah. Yes, it is. And if you are looking to support the show, the other thing that is coming down the pike in the coming weeks will be merchandise. We have some shirts and other shirts as well as hats and cups, whatever. It's going to be able to be put on anything, basically. So in the coming weeks, merch is coming for the Divots and Pivot Show. Be on the lookout for everything we have coming up. It's been a pleasure to join you guys all back again here on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock, where you can find us every single week from now until next New Year. We're here. We're consistent. We're here for you. We love you all. Thank you for joining us here on Divots and Pivots, and we will join you next Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Stay classy, my friends, and enjoy.